0: Welcome to another inspiring message from Pastor David Hall, Senior Pastor of Life Church. For more information, visit our website on www.davidhall.com.au Hey, David Hall here. I cannot wait to take you into our recent Sunday morning service where we dealt with the subject of the wonders of of the person of who God is. And, and there's a beautiful scripture that I want to just show you before we start in Philippians chapter 3, and reading from the Amplified Bible, Bible, Paul's writing in verse 10, he says, "...and this, so that I may know him experientially, becoming more thoroughly acquainted with him, understanding the remarkable wonders of his person more completely, and in that same way experience the power of his resurrection, which overflows and is active in believers." And that I may share the fellowship of his sufferings by being continually conformed inwardly into his likeness, even to his death, dying as he did, so that I may attain to the resurrection that will raise me from the dead. We're going to have a look at this whole idea of the wonders of his person, knowing the wonders of his person. Thanks for listening. Let's go into our Sunday morning service. God bless you. So that I may attain the resurrection that will raise me from the dead. Paul is praying this beautiful prayer, and he's saying, I know God. I know His presence. I know His goodness. I know the power of His resurrection. I know many different facets about God, but he starts talking about the not that he can understand more completely, more thoroughly, the wonders of His person. There is as Colossians puts it, the unsearchable mysteries, riches of Jesus. There is facets of God that we may not even fully understand. You see, when we look at God, there are over 900 different names for God in the scripture. One does not, uh, one does not, uh, I, want, I want to get my language right. I'm not talking about 900 different gods. I'm talking about one God, three persons, a myriad of facets to describe who he is, how he operates, and what he does. For example, if I was to ask you today uh, who Jehovah is, Jehovah's the Lord, we know that. But we also know that linked to the name Jehovah are many other different names that are names of God that you'll read in Scripture. If I said to you, how many know? Uh, God is Jehovah Jireh. You would, you would all know, yes, that's God, our provider. But there is a whole, uh, is a whole list of names throughout the scripture. We have, uh, just to give you a, a few of them, there, there is Jehovah Makedesh, which means our, our sanctifier. And, and that's a facet of who God is. He, he sanctifies, he, he raises us up into the beauty and the maturity of God so we can live uh, as believers walking with God. Jehovah Rapha, how many know who Jehovah Rapha is? Isaiah talks about it. Uh, he's the Lord our healer. He's, he's a healer. Is he healer alone? No, but it's a, it's a wonder of his person. Oh, this is exciting this morning. Another wonder of his person. Jehovah Shalom. How many know what that means? God our, God our, he's your peace. You don't have to live with torment in your spirit, and in your, in your mind, because one of the wonders of his person is that God is our peace. Aren't you glad about that? In a world that's totally chaotic, in a world that is totally jacked up and messed up, we have a God in that moment who is God our peace. He can be the peace in your storm. He can be the peace in your challenge. Whatever you're facing in this day, God is your Peace. Are you happy today? Do you believe that? Some people have got everything going through their heads. Some of you just need to take a drink of God, our peace. We need the the peace of God. Jehovah Shama, God who is present. Jehovah Sikendu, God our righteousness. Jehovah Yasha, God my Savior. Jehovah Emiku, God who is with us. These are the wonders of His person. You know, a lot of us can know Jesus as Savior. And let me just say this. I'm not trying to bring you under condemnation and follow what I'm saying. Not that you should be even feeling that now. But our job is to teach you the greater wonders of His person. And and by His Spirit, you grow in that in your own walk with God. We need to know Jesus Christ as our Savior. Who died on Calvary in our place that we may be made right with him. We would be born again, saved by the grace of God. Let me tell you, if you want to know one wonder of his person, just know him as Savior. Uh, Know know him as as your sacrificial atoning sacrifice who died in your place. And there's forgiveness. But once you come to the cross and, and enter into newness of life and walk with Jesus, we begin to see an unfolding revelation of the wonders of his person, the woman of the world comes to Jesus what happens he says would you get me a drink and he says I could tell you about living water then he says where's your husband so he starts to get into the prophetic dimension and then she says I don't have a husband that's right you've had five and now you're living with the sixth guy and then he starts to introduce him as who he is she says I perceive you're a prophet and then she has an encounter with Jesus and then goes and and brings revival to Samaria can I tell you what happened as she's talking to Jesus she's starting to grow and, and come in contact with more and more of the wonder of his person isn't that awesome? I want that. That's what's happened for a lot of you this week. You've come to prayer meeting. You've touched God and been in the presence of God. What's happening? You get to know greater wonders of His person. And I pray that we'd know the full wonders of who God. I don't. I don't actually think that's possible. I think that's what heaven is. But as we grow knowing and walking in the wonders of His person, I want to show you a story. This is quite interesting. Uh, Let's have a look at Genesis 17 because I want to introduce you. We're talking to another facet of God. I I mentioned it briefly last week and I thought, you know what, I'm going to preach about this because I feel like God, as we're dealing with faith and prayer and and going forward, we're going to have fun today. I want you to be a bit chirpy this morning. uh, Be a bit happy. Does anyone love Jesus? Is anyone glad you're on your way to heaven? It's better than the alternative. And uh, so heaven's good. Genesis 17 says this in verse 17. When Abram was 99 years old, somebody say 99. The Bible says the Lord. Now, the word Lord, it's important. Let's have a look at a wonder of his person, the Lord Elohim, the creator. God, God, the creator, God, and his creative power, Elohim, who created the world. The Bible says God, who set natural laws in motion. And and he he says he appeared to Abraham and he said to him, I am Almighty God. Somebody say Almighty God. Now that word Almighty God is in the original language is El Shaddai. My name is El Shaddai. So we have Elohim appearing to Abram, not Abraham yet, appearing to Abram and is saying, I am El Shaddai. Now let's let's get. Man, I I feel like I'm so pumped about this. Because oh, shabba baba. You say what was that? I don't know, but I'm pumped about it. I'm Pentecostal, by the way. I don't know if you if you got that. Uh, we, we, we 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 love the Holy Ghost around here. We we believe in the power of the Spirit. We we're not ashamed to pray in tongues. We're not we're not ashamed to let that river flow out of our life. And and you might be nervous about some of those things. There's no rules that says you have to, but you do get to. Uh, it's not a have to. It's a get to. Uh, Do I have to? Do I have to go to heaven? No, you get to go to heaven. Do I have to speak in tongues? No, you you get it. It's not a have to around here. But there's a lot of get tos. I encourage you to get all the get tos happening in your life. He says, Abraham said to him, "I'm uh, sorry." God said, Abram, "I'm El Shaddai. Walk before me and, and be blameless. I'll make my covenant between, and I will make my covenant between me and you, and I'll multiply you exceedingly." Abraham fell on his face. God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you. You shall be a father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, for your name shall be called Abraham. For I have made you the father of many nations. The name Abraham means father of many nations. Now you say, what's the point of a name change? Because every time Sarah looked at him, hello, father of many nations. Hey, father of many nations. What do you want for dinner, father of many nations? Let's go to Westfield, father of many nations. Let's go to Subway, father of many nations. Let's, whatever you get the point, every time they talk, hello, I love you, father of many nations. I love you. And so they just... They're just reframing the level of faith in that house by a declaration from, from what God says. See, sometimes what we say about ourselves is not, a, is not what God says about us. And he says, I'm going to, I'm going to call, call, this is an unfruitful marriage. where No kids had been, had been born, and, and God says, father of many nations. And they're calling each other. Their friends must have said, you guys are insane. And so it goes on to say, I'll make you exceedingly fruitful. I'll make nations of you. Kings shall come from you. How many know the greatest king came from this line? The king of kings and the Lord of lords. And um, let's read on verse 15. Then God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah. I will bless her and also give you a son by her. That's a big promise from God. She's 90 or 89 at this point. Abraham's 99, she's 89. I'll bless her and she shall be a mother of of nations. Kings of people shall be from her. Then Abraham, now look at this response because I want to show you what appears like a contradiction in the Bible. Abraham, verse 17, fell on his face and laughed. It wasn't a a laugh of faith. It was a laugh of, of unbelief. Fell on his face and laughed. Said in his heart, shall a child be born of a man who is 100 years old and shall Sarah, who is 99 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said, oh, that Ishmael might live before you. So he's trying to say, okay, God, I'm going to explain something to you. I know you as Elohim, the God of creator, the God who established natural laws, laws like gravity, that if I hold this bottle of water and drop it, gravity's gonna kick in. There's a law set in motion by Elohim called gravity. If that if, if that if that had stayed in the air, you would have known that El Shaddai would have circumvented natural laws that God himself had put into put into practice. And so Elohim, Elohim, they're talking to Elohim and they're saying it can't be, it can't be, but they didn't realize they had just met another facet of who God is, another wonder of his person who said, Yeah, I am Elohim. I've created natural laws where man and wife come together and they conceive and be because be, be, Sarah's unfruitful. She could not see that happen. And so she said it can't be. He said it can't be. And so they just assumed, well, we need to do it in our, in our flesh and do it our way. So he goes and hooks up with Hagar and uh, has, has Ishmael. And how many know there's some ongoing trouble because of that situation? Thanks, Ishmael. Thanks, Hagar. Thanks, Abraham. But, but here's, a, here's a deal that I want to tell you. When it comes to El Shaddai, you've got to understand we don't need to help El Shaddai. We don't, we don't need to help, the supernatural hand of God. God is, God is powerful. So, so he's laughing. He's going, can it be, can it be uh, Ishmael, please, God? And he says, no, Sarah, your wife, will bear a son, and you shall call his name Isaac. And he goes on and talks more about it. Romans 4, we hear a, 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 a recap of this story, and it sounds very different. Romans 4, therefore, it is of grace, verse 16. That it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only those who are of the law, but those who are of the faith of Abraham. We are of the faith of Abraham. We're of the seed of Abraham. Who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Calls those things that be not as though... They are. Can I, can I tell you, there might be some things in your life that be not. Let me tell you, he's the God that can make those things that be not become something through, through faith in, in the goodness of God. God who gives life to the dead, causes things to be not as though they are. Who contrary to hope. So this is Abraham. So he read, he fell on his face and laughed, and negotiated, and tried to change things around. He says, contrary to hope, believed so that he might become the father of many nations. Who contrary to hope believed. And verse 19, talking about Abraham. And not being weak in faith, did not consider his own body already dead since he was 100 years old, or the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced of what he had promised, he was able to perform, and therefore it was accounted to him as righteousness. That's not what we read in Genesis 17. We read, really? What about Ishmael? Seriously? <laughs> I'm not. My grandma went to be the Lord two years ago at 99. Imagine if grandma had said, hey Dave, something very interesting's taken place. <laughs> What's that, Nan? Well, the Lord spoke to me. I'm giving birth to a son. His name will be Isaac. I'd say, I, I think maybe we need to take Nan to to, to and move him right along. But but the the point the point, the point that I'm trying to make is. What shifted in Abraham to get him from being in a place where he looked pragmatically at a God of natural laws to being strong in faith? I want want to read this. Part one was fully convinced of what he would promise. He was able to perform. I want to get to a place in my faith where I believe that what he promised, he's able to perform. I think a lot of us are still not at that place, but this is how we get to that place. We have to understand that another wonder of his person is the fact that he is called El Shaddai, the God who is more, more. Somebody say more. Somebody say more. Somebody say more. More than enough. We. Have to understand church. We're not dealing. I said it the other week with El Pavo, the God of Nearly Enough, or El Chipo, the God of Nearly Enough, or or He is El Shaddai. There are some things that we we look to God and think, well, God's capabilities stop here, and and, and we look at God so pragmatically. We've got to remember that when El Shaddai comes on the scene, come on somebody, El, El Shaddai comes on the scene, then He can do things which seem impossible. What shifted in Abraham, he had a revelation of El Shaddai. El, come on. Do you believe that? He, he's the God of, of more. Somebody say more than enough. I told you the other week the word El Shaddai, if you see the word in, in, in the Old Testament uh, uh, breast, the word breast is the same word as Shaddai which means nourishment. It means provision. It means supply. It mean, and and I, I shared the other week but I want to say it again because it's important to this message that you, you get the image of the big mother pig, you know, and and, uh, and she's got. What do we call them? In the, I called them milking devices. The other week, let's just stick with that. It's safe because I don't want it to get uncomfortable, you know. And, and uh, so, 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 so the big mother pig has all these milking devices, and all these good growing pigs are, are having a drink from 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 the said device. Uh, how many know what I'm talking about? Do I need to explain that anymore? Uh, and, and so they're all having their... They're, they're, I'm not going to... I nearly did the action. That unintentionally. Uh, and so they're all having their, their little feed from mother pig, except there's a little pig who can't get any milk because all the other pigs have got... He's jumping from from teat to teat. And, and uh, I've never said teat in church before. But bless God, it's in context, so it's okay. And so he's jumping from... from Milking device to milking device. It just can't get enough. And he's the little runt pig who just can't get enough. But, but when you look at God, who, who's El Shaddai, he's more than enough. There's a milking device for all of us. For every one of us. There's, a, there's supply. There's blessing. Why? Because he's El Shaddai. He can, he can do things. Man, I think I'm preaching okay this morning. He can do things that we never thought that God could do. He didn't just create you to leave you alone. He goes, I'm not just creator. I'm also El Shaddai. I can do things that you wouldn't believe are even possible. Even if described, you would not believe it. Why? Because he's El Shaddai. Yeah. Yeah. There's some things only El Shaddai can do. Yeah. There's some things that only I can do. So Donna needs me to do them. I call myself sometimes El Shaddai. <laughs> Respectfully and with... Sorry, Lord. Can't open the lid. Looks like a job for El Shaddai. (laughs) Mechanical issues with the car. That's not true. That's never been true. That's never been true. There's some things that only El Shaddai. There's some things. Abraham must have looked at Sarah and said, I don't know how this is going to take place. (laughs) Lord Jesus, help us. Just do not... No visuals this morning. Let's just keep our eyes on Jesus. But Abraham and Sarah, (laughs) they said to each other, looks like a job for El Shaddai. (laughs) Jesus' ministry was characterized by the interruptions or the interventions, I should say, of El Shaddai. The wedding feast at Cana in John chapter 2. Water turns to wine. Have you, have you ever thought about the time it would take for that water to become wine? Minimum, you plant the seed in the ground, it grows. You harvest the grapes, you leave them there. For them to just be uh, grape juice would be two years. For it to be fermented wine would be three. For it to be, and so what, what God did in that moment, now I love this. What God did in that moment, in one split second, Jesus turns H2O, To wine, a two to three year process done in one moment. Why? Because El Shaddai trumps the laws of nature. He trumps the laws of what science or or the world seems and thinks is possible. Why? Because it's El Shaddai. But but what does the Bible say? What what were they saying about the wine? They were saying, "Wow, you've saved the best wine until last. The best wine takes five to six years in." Come on, somebody. In in one moment, his first miracle, he goes, guess what? I'm not just Elohim. I'm El Shaddai. What does that mean? I can do things that you could, you, you believe in for miracles right now. The book of, man, the book of Amos says the reaper will overtake, will overtake the harvester. I'm telling, I'm believing God, there's harvest gonna come your way even before you can sow them. Why? Why? Because there's El Shaddai. And he's, a, he's a God of more than enough. And, and, and what happened? Jesus is at the wedding. I don't know if he said it or thought it, but this looks like a job. For El Shaddai. Some of you, you've got some kids that are a bit crazy right now. You're trying to fix them up. Here's what you need. It looks like a job for the Holy Ghost. It looks, it looks like a job for Jesus. I can't do this, but he can. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say our God is an awesome God. Mary, the mother of Jesus, sitting in Luke chapter 1, minding her own business. An angel appears to her and says, Mary, and she didn't know what manner of greeting it was. I mean, she definitely would have questioned the manner of greeting when she found out what was next. You're going to have a baby. And she says, how can this be? I don't know a man. I'm a virgin. He says, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. The power of God, or the power of the highest will overshadow you. What? El Shaddai circumventing natural laws to do a miracle. Can I, can I build your, like, by the word of God, can, can, can we let our faith start to rise in this place and, and shift our dish to the all things are possible network and believe that God is God of the Bible. He is who he says he is. He can do the things he promised. Some of us, some of us we look at the promises of God through a lens that really only knows Elohim. But his name is also El Shaddai. His name is Jehovah Rapha. He's our victory. If you're in a fight, he can turn things around. Why? Because he's more than enough. And if he healed one, maybe if he healed Jim one day, doesn't mean he can't heal Brad because all of his healing and power has gone to Jim. He's more than enough. There's something for Jim. There's something for Brad. Steve, he's El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. In the name. If you're sick in your body today, I want to tell you, stop, stop sitting back going, how's this going? It looks like a job. Come on! Do we have any people of faith in the house that believe that? This morning, it looks like somebody say it looks like a job for El Shaddai. This is a corny message, but it's blowing my mind, man, because I, I feel like oh, I want to hang out with El Shaddai. I've got too much to do to just, just rely on a pragmatic view of God, man. I believe he's supernatural. I, I believe he does miracles. What he did 2,000 years ago on the shores of Galilee, he can do in Adelaide this morning. God's not dead. He's alive. Do you know how I know? I feel him in my hands. I feel him in my feet. I feel him in the church. I fill him on the street. I fill him in the air. I fill him everywhere. I fill him all over me. No 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 God's aren't. Lazarus was in the in the tomb, John eleven. Four days. Lazarus, he stank. Some of us we got to realize there there was an aroma around Lazarus. Jesus walked in, they said, if you'd if you'd managed to get here, we could have had this and now you're late, he's dead, it's too late. Can I tell you what's impossible with man? Yeah, yeah, right. Already, scientifically and biologically, his body's already starting to decompose, but it looks like a job. The rapture of the church. And the dead in Christ, I don't know how he's going to do that. Especially if you've been cremated. That's a lot of little bits. For the, you're going to have to go down to Alberton and just get all the bits from the port. <laughs> That's funnier than you. <laughs> uh, pull it all. To, God, in one moment, you've got to glorify. But why? El Shaddai. I got this. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that good news? Some of you, we've got, we've got these little little minds that are just so Adelaide sometimes, you know. They've got to get that out of it. Sometimes we've got to get that out of our spirit He's El Shaddai! I, I'm, I'm believing God that some of you this week you're going to face a challenge. You're going to look at your wife. You're going to roll your eyes, mocking me. You're going to go, "Looks like a job." I can see Dan doing that. Don't Ash. Man, we got a lot on this week. Looks like a job for El Shaddai, Ash. But let me say, I hope it catches on. I hope some of you start to believe that El Shaddai actually cares about your stuff. That is supernatural. I oh, oh, I believe in the power of God. Come on, if you give God a praise for just a little bit, just. Joshua, in the book of Joshua, chapter 10, needed sunlight to win a victory, to win a battle, to win a war. The Bible says that God caused the sun to stand still. Can I say that's a risky move? God had a lot of things. That was a big day. As far as some of God's miracles, that's up there with the big ones. Causes the sun to stand still. Although Elohim had set the world into orbit and things spun the way they should spin around, what they should spin around. You say, why are you saying it so briefly? Because I don't really know how it works. (laughs) But I can tell you that he caused the sun to stand still, gave Joshua the victory. Why? Because it looked like a job for El Shaddai. Mum and dad, or maybe you're a married couple and you believe in God for babies and it hasn't happened. Can I tell you if he can do it for Abraham and Sarah? 99. Or 100 when the baby arrived. not 100 and she was 90. Let me tell you. Can you imagine her there in the hospital? I'll take the epidural. 90. Esther, she's like eight years older than you. Having a... Bu- hey, you never know. You never know. It looks like a job for El Shaddai. <laughs> Moving right along. Esther's rebuking this message. Moses, Moses, he gets the Red Sea and he's delivered three million people from Egyptian bondage. He's got the children of Israel with him and they've got to cross over the Red Sea to get into the Promised Land. As they go go to get to those waters, Egypt decides to subdue and bring them back into captivity. That's what the devil wants to do to the human life. Pull you back into, into the life you left. Pull you back into the kingdom of darkness. But I love this about Jesus. I love this about God. Moses did not know what to do. All he had was a stick. Some of you think what you have in your hand is is minute. You think it doesn't have power. Can I tell you, all David had was a rock and a rag. All he had was a stick. I mean, these are not major things, but he lifted up this rod, and he lifted it up to God, and he called on the name of the Lord. What happened? El Shaddai comes in and defeats so many laws. He blows wind so great that it parts waters, yet so settled that they're able to walk through on dry ground and he delivers them from the bondage of darkness. Why? Because it was a job for El Shaddai. I know it's. I know, I know. I know. In Adelaide, you can't really preach corny messages. I'm not trying to hype you up. I'm trying to let you know there are wonders of the person of Jesus. There are wonders of our mighty God who is greater than we can even imagine. Who does things? He restores sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, wholeness to the broken. He can turn things around. Mum and Dad, you got kids that right now need. Jesus. Jesus, and, and and you feel like you've you, maybe you've messed up, or maybe you feel like, uh, how can we even see this thing turned around? How, yeah, I, I encourage you. Why don't you just start saying, God, I can't do it, but God, you can. It looks like a job for the Holy Ghost. It, it looks like a job for Jesus, because because you're greater, you're supernatural, and you're able in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, it looks like a job <laughs> for El Shaddai. I'm having a great time here. Just just. I was preaching recently. I spoke at this youth event, and i was <laughs> in 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 the south of the united states there there is a culture in some groups and circles where whenever people come to the altar, they just get on their knees and repent now i 'm all for repentance, but it's almost like they're coming to do business with God, but there's no sense that there's actually something f- from God that altar to receive you know you know what I'm saying, and so the first night I'm doing this meeting, God wants to touch you. He wants to fill you with the power of the Holy Ghost. And everyone just comes forward, and they're on the knees. It's okay. You don't have to cry. Some people, they, they, I'm not saying, say, some of you are going, you can't say that. Well, I, firstly, I did. And the other, thing, the other thing is I still did, because we've got to understand that you don't need to just live at repentance. You move on and walk in the grace of God. Yes, I believe in repentance, but then come on, let's pursue a relationship with Jesus and, and go forth. And so the next night I'm like, okay, no one kneel at the altar. You come stand up. I'm going to pray for you and God will touch you. They come, they kneel, and they're crying. I'm like, what part of that? So I'm like, everybody stand up on your feet, please. Every, on, on your feet. That's good. Okay. So this are standing. God wants to fill you. So I pray for the first person. Stop it. In the next, Stop it. I'm having a nervous breakdown at this camp because none of these kids are wanting to get touched. They're just... Because they've been abused verbally every week, obviously wherever they're going to these different places. And you need to get your life right. Sometimes it's okay to say, you know, Jesus loves you. You're actually beautiful. God wants to bless you. Don't, don't just see God as angry at you. Just enjoy his presence. And so th- this meeting, I give them to stand up and I'm trying to pray. And they're, or they, you go and pray for them. They're just singing real loud. How great is that God? I said, so, shh, just receive. And so I went home that night and I thought, right, we got one more service the next morning. And then I had to leave to go to the next city that I was preaching. And I was freaking out and saying, God, this is just, this is a disaster. And And I don't know what to say or do. I just felt God say, you watch what I'm going to do in that service. So I started saying, God, move in that place. Let the fire of God touch people. Fill people with your spirit. And can I tell you, I got to a point where it's pretty clear that this one looked like a job for El Shaddai. The next morning, I don't know, it was like a different camp. I mean, I had been very average the night before. I shall not lie. It was average. I didn't preach great. They were miserable. I was miserable. So I went home uh, to the hotel. There was a Mexican restaurant. I ate a lot of tacos. Maybe that was the only thing I can think. It did change some things, but but, you know, the power of heaven, that next morning, the fire of God filled that place heaps of kids baptized in the Spirit. People touched. It was, like, it was like a whole different route. Why? Because it's a job for El Shaddai. And we gotta, we got to let God get involved. I pray that there's enough going on in this church so we can't just join the dots and go, okay, God set laws in motion so if we do this, it'll equal this. There's some things that I want to be able to go, I don't even know how this has even worked. I don't even know how we pulled this off. It must have been El Shaddai. I'm believing God as we take the back wall out of this building. I'm believing God within 12 months. Let's Hopefully there's no debt around this building. It looks like a job for El Shaddai. Can I tell you... God bless our neighbors. We love them. They're so dear to us. But I'm telling you right now, I'm believing God that they're going to move. I don't dislike them. I like them a lot. They're good neighbors. If we're going to have anyone living in that house, I like them. They're wonderful people. So if they come to church, don't shake them down for their house. But let me tell you, it looks like a job for El Shaddai. I feel like maybe El Shaddai should just knock on the door and say, get out of here in the name of Jesus because got, I've got a better house for you because we need that space. I need, I need, I need to get a kids ministry built right there. foyer, a cafe, so when people are driving up the street, they don't see that shed. They see this place. And, you know, we've tried and tried and tried. I've offered them everything. I even went over there the other day and brought fairy bread and said, guys, would you move? No, I didn't really, but it looks like a job for El Shaddai. I've been talking, but I'm telling you, the only way God has got a plan. I'm believing God. You say, well, we, we need a bigger building. I agree. But, you know, so I love our location. Hundreds of thousands of cars drive past this every week. We're in a good spot. I don't really want to move. I just want to acquire the land around and about us. It looks like a job for El Shab- Can I tell you, when this thing went through council and they said no public notification, it's done. It never should have happened. It should have been multi-thousands of dollars worth of process. But the council, who they, they, there was one guy that worked at council called Dragon who wouldn't let churches do anything. And I don't even know how Dragon didn't get involved. That's what his actual name is. Bless his heart but he didn't like churches. Dragon would say, Dragon says no. But guess what? God knows we need space. And so El Shaddai went into the council and turned that around. I'm telling you right now, you need El Shaddai in your homes. You need El Shaddai in your marriages. You need El Shaddai in your families. Somebody say, it looks like a job for El Shaddai. If you believe it, give the Lord a hand of praise this morning. If you believe it, give God a shout of praise. It looks like a job. You know, I've been preaching this for about 30 minutes. When I started, some of you, now some of you are like, yeah, it does. <laughs> Looks like a job. Jess, can you come where done? That's the end of my message. I, just, I told you it was short. Bless God. Somebody say, God is good. How many need El Shaddai to do something in your life right now? You need an El Shaddai? Stand to your feet if that's you. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. We'll get you out of here in two minutes. No, actually, we won't. We've got one more thing we need to do, so we'll be fast. We're going to pray, and then we're going to do one last thing that I'm ins- excited about. Look, God, oh, there's people here today. If that's you, you need, you need El Shaddai to do something. Just, if you, can, if you have to go, feel free, but I'd love you to stay. Give me two more minutes. I won't keep you too much longer. If you need a breakthrough in your life, you need El Shaddai, just raise your hands. Here he comes, God, in Jesus' name. I thank you for the God who's more than enough. We see kids coming to Christ. We see sickness being broken. We see provision in people's homes. We see businesses finding fresh traction and fresh grace in the name of Jesus. Lord God, for any person here whose dreams are flatlined, his El Shaddai, Tandy, his El Shaddai, the God of more than enough, his El Shaddai for you, let him be El Shaddai in your world. And Lord God, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for your goodness, for your kindness, and for your grace. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say it looks like a job for El Shaddai.